Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Hello, darlings, and welcome to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee. Happy Hump Day. Wednesdays are never the same with Front Porch Sex Talk. I hope everybody is having a fabulous, absolutely fabulous New Year so far. It's hard to believe I'm saying New Year. Geez, where's the time, you know, gone? That's just what's crazy. Life is just flying by so quickly and is anybody really out there enjoying their sex life is anybody enjoying the orgasms or the different types of orgasms i've had so many people tell me that they have issues in that area well tonight i'm going to be talking just about that so you know there's many many different ways to go about this and you can sugarcoat it and make it all raunchy and vulgar but that's not how we do things here on the front porch and for those of you that are new to me and the front porch let me just introduce myself I am Monica Lee I am a relationship and intimacy coach I am a sex educator a writer Yes, a writer. (laughs) And I am a certified Tantra practitioner slash educator. And I am the um, on-air personality for Keeping It Sexy with Monica Lee on Rock Rage Radio. You can hear me every day, every morning, 10 to noon Eastern time. It's part music and part sex talk. I give relationship and love and sex advice and play really, really great bands, and I am the creator and host of From Porch Sex Talk, which is all about sex talk. We're we're on the front porch talking about things you probably thought you never could ever talk about, just like, you know, you would if you were sitting out on your own front porch. So, for the next 56 minutes and 46 seconds, Let's talk some real talk about orgasms. <laughs> and phone lines are open. You can call in at 646-668-2164 if you have any questions or you want to just say hello. And I'll be more than happy to chit-chat with you. But if you're going to act like a fool, please refrain from doing so. I'm just saying. You know, there's always that one person that's going to call in and, well, Yeah, y'all have listened to my shows in the past. You know the drill. You know the routine. So, okay. You know, there's a big trend going on now where you fake it till you make it. Sad, huh? Yeah. And a lot of women 
aren't so forthcoming with how they can express themselves sexually because you get into that whole slut shaming and I'm doing the air quotes, air quotes. Yeah. And, you know, and it holds women back from wanting to express themselves and, and being sexually empowered. And with that, you know, you kind of hold yourself back from having that whole, you know, sexual liberation to feel pleasure in every bit of your body. And once you give yourself permission to let loose and let go and enjoy every sensation, well, it can be quite explosive. Yeah. It's just a matter of, again, getting past that whole saying, yes, I like sex. Yes, I want sex. Yes, it is a part of my life that I like to embrace. Once you can do that, you start bringing that energy to you. It's when you start awakening that whole kundalini energy and that sexual energy can be channeled into so many different ways, not just for, you know, sex or for the orgasms, but you become more heightened. You become more alert, more awake, if you will. And, I mean, I know the first time I had my, and I know I've mentioned this before, the first time I had my um, my Tantra healing or my Tantra session, I was in a writer's block. I could not sit still and write a paragraph to save my life. I was so blocked. I don't know. I, I was going through a period in my life where I was just stagnant. And I was a workaholic, you know, like serious poster child workaholic. Look it up in the dictionary and there was my picture. And I just was so consumed with work and being a mom, I kind of lost that mojo, so to say. And so I went to um, a tantrika and she cleared me. And, oh, my gosh, it was like the floodgates literally, literally opened. And I had just insane, insane energy flowing through me. It was it was very orgasmic. And when I got home, I wrote and wrote. I mean, I just kept writing and writing and writing. And I was very proud of the work I did. And I was like, I don't – that – came from someplace way deep inside that I guess I had blocked from, you know, covering it up with being a workaholic and everything else that I shoved, you know, over it. So, and we tend to do that because we get so involved in our, our daily rituals, our daily lives that we just let that part of it go because we just figure, oh, it's still going to be there. I can always have sex. But, you know, you've got to keep yourself open. You've got to keep yourself awakened. And if you're just laying there just to lay there and and have sex and just go through the motions while your partner is, you know, just bumping and grinding on you and going in and out just for his 
own satisfaction to because he's got a hard loved one and you know he wants his sparkler to have a celebration with your fourth of july you know and you're just going through the motions just so he can have you know just so he can you know come and you can just lay there because your mind is thinking groceries and your mind is thinking what do you have to do tomorrow and meetings and this and that and you start to lose that connection. You start to lose that orgasmic energy. And it's just, yeah, no bueno, no bueno. And and you think that that orgasm is just, eh. oh, well, it's not that great anyway. And maybe that's why you've gotten to that point where it doesn't matter if you have an orgasm or not. Seriously, it matters. You need to be having these mind-blowing, toe-curling, eye-rolling in the back of your head, sheet-pulling off of the bed orgasms. And not just by yourself, but but with your partner. I get so, ooh, sweet baby Jesus wrapped in his little bitty blanket. I get so fired up when I hear a man tell me, I like to get my partner off at least four or five times before I see my twang is coming out. When I start getting fired up about passionate about what I, <laughs> my twang comes out. <laughs> don't judge me y'all. Don't judge me. But when I hear a man say, I like my partner. I, I like to get my partner off before I come. Well, honey, why can't you, why can't you do it together? Because let, let me back it up. Let me back it up. Let me, let me just say this. Let me just say this. Orgasms are energy. It is the energy that flows through our body. A man has an ejaculation, and he considers that an orgasm. It's done. We're good. Let me just roll over. You sleep, you know, in my little puddle, or let me just get up or whatever. Let me hurry up and go take a shower and clean up because I have, you know, semen all over me. I know, guys, it's coming from you and yet y'all freak out and you expect us to swallow that shit and yet you can't even have it on you? Please. Seriously. So, anyway, so, and then there's some who just don't mind at all. (laughs) But anyway, so you guys think I've had an an ejaculation, and I'm done. That was my orgasm. No more. We're good. Or you sit there and you wait for that whole recovery period, and then you may be ready to go again. So a woman doesn't necessarily have an ejaculation, but she still has an orgasm. So how can that be? Where a guy, if he's having an ejaculation, and a woman doesn't, but, you know, it's different there. You follow? Okay. So, orgasms are energy, and it flows through the body. And this morning, you know, on on my Keeping It Sexy show, I, I was recapping from what I spoke about yesterday, and I was talking about... <laughs> you know, sex addictions and love versus lust. And today I was talking about how what the things that go through women's minds as they're given that wicked awesome blowjob. 
as they're going down on you, looking up at you, and we're thinking, you know, or most women are, because I, I don't. I actually enjoy that, actually. Um, oh, hurry up. My jaw hurts. You know, how is, this, what, how is he going to finish? What are we going to do? Oh, my God, where is he going to come? Is it going to be on my face? Do I have to swallow? Is he gonna, what if he gets mad if I spit? You know, all these things growing through a woman's mind. Again, because you're not focusing on the connection, the intimacy. So, you know, I, I was talking about that you can even have an orgasm. Girlfriends, sisters, goddesses. You can have an orgasm without penetration while pleasuring him orally. Yeah, you can. It's possible. It is. All you do is, and it's because you have taken that sexual power and you are surrendered and not like 50 shades of gray whips and floggers and all that kinds of stuff, but you are surrendered to his to, to pleasing him and it is in that moment that you can gain the most pleasure because it's very pleasurable to to know that his pleasure is all because of you every single one of his moans and his groans are because of you that eye rolling you see while you're looking up at him yeah you're doing that to him sister chick that's all on you baby girl you know, the way his body is moving, the way his body is vibrating, the way his love wand is super hard and you're in control of that. You're driving, baby. It's like the Pesh Mode says, you're behind the wheel. <laughs> Literally. I love my Depeche Mode. You don't have to talk about them. So, you can start to feel that orgasmic energy flow from his body to yours because again it is energy and it's coming from his lingam also known as the sparkler also known as the loved one or for you people who need it broken down a little bit more from his penis yeah from the cock Um, and you start to feel that And you get that energy flowing through your body. And that's because you're open mind, you know, you have an open mind and you are embracing what is coming from that. And you can have the most insane orgasms ever. How do I know this? Been there, done that. Yep. Because I, I, I want to be able to please my partner. So it's not about me. And it's when I let that go and I'm seeing how much pleasure that I'm giving to him that I gain the most pleasure. It's like my pleasure on top of his pleasure, you know, reverbing back onto my pleasure. And it's just insane in the whole room. It's like everything just stops. It's cosmic. It's magical. Oh, Lord, and you just want to reach over after everything's been said and done. And you don't have to break that energy cycle. It can keep going. And you can keep moving that energy. And, you know, if you get 
too exhausted, you should always have those tacos and that chocolate cake on the bedside table. Maybe some Gatorade, coconut water, something down there. Rehydrate while you're still going at it. So when I hear guys saying, yeah, I just need to have it. You know, I, I want her to get off at least four or five times before I get my one. I just shake my head and I say, bless your little heart, darling. Bless your little heart. Because you can be having that right along with her. And the same thing goes with you. While you're down on her or while you're pleasing her, let's say you're kissing or whatever, and you're, you know, manually stimulating her, you start to feel that energy build up in her and into you. And you can share in that. And it's so amazing. You don't have to take turns. And I know so many couples out there, oh, just lights fire under my ass when they say, well, he got his, I didn't get mine. Well, she got hers, I didn't get mine. And you start keeping score in the bedroom of, you know, and, and I hear it more from women, and it's because you're not letting yourself go. Or maybe there's something else going on that's not allowing you to have that orgasm. Maybe there's, it's a hormonal thing. Maybe it's something physical and you're not able to achieve orgasm. Maybe it's, um, you know, just that you're distracted or you can't focus. Or again, it, it could be something hormonal. I mean, our women's hormones are just totally fucked up, y'all. And, and, and any little imbalance can can trigger that to where you don't have that sexual desire. You don't have, and even if you do, it's hard for you to have that big O. So slow it down. I'm going I'm to take it back down to the basics. Slow it down. Find out first what feels good to you. That may mean you touching yourself. That may mean him touching you. Finding what feels good and slowing it down. Faster does not always mean better. And there are different spots. Everybody thinks the G spot is the one and only spot to have an orgasm or to um, have that orgasm from. Oh, no, baby. There's different kinds. You have the A spot. You have the O spot. You have the G spot. You have um, vaginal orgasms, which the A, the O, and the G. You have multiple orgasms. You have blended orgasms. You have the four spot method. You have the breastgasms. Those, mm, those are good right there. The breastgasms. I'll talk about that first, (laughs) just because it's my favorite. (laughs) What? I know, girls, once you figure this out, it'll be your favorite, too. It's nipple stimulation. You can have, and that's for girls who have very sensitive and open-minded about their nipples, you know? So, and it's just stimulating. 
you know, he can do it with his mouth. He can do it, you know, maybe a little nibble there, a little nibble here, you know, or he can do it with his, with his hands. Guys, first of all, though, if you're going to do it with your hands, make sure that your hands are warm. Yeah. Just, you're going to get those nipples hard. They don't need to be cold for you to do that. Um, maybe get some, some kind of, you know, oil that, Coconut oil is always good. Coconut oil is fabulous. So, um, oh, somebody's calling in. I would like when people call in. Area code 361, you are on the air. You're on the front porch. Who are we talking to? Hello? Eric code three six one, you there? Ah, okay. Well, if you call back, don't hang up. Now I lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? Coconut oil. Yes, coconut oil. You know, and, and that's good. And it's for your hands. And just massage. Massage the breast, massage the nipple, you know, and, and really pay attention to what that's doing to her. Another call. Um, but I'm going to finish this thought before I move on. Um, so anyway, um, pay attention to what you're doing. And pay attention to her. Don't do it so hard unless you feel, you know, you tweak and you pinch a little bit and you feel like that did something for her and how she reacts. You've got to really be tuned into her. You've got to really, really, really pay attention to her body and how she is reacting to your touch. Um, if she's wincing and making more than just a sigh, but actually wincing because maybe that hurt, that doesn't mean keep doing it, brother. No, don't do it. I mean, stop. So get her to that point of, you know, it, it, you can kiss her while you're doing it, but make sure those nipples are extremely aroused and standing at attention and give her permission to let go. A lot of women think, oh, what is this? What's happening? What's going on? Should I be able to have an orgasm through nipple stimulation? Yes, because it releases endorphins in the body that create that. Just like, you know, I remember when I was in labor with my son and I was miserable and I was not progressing at all. And I remember the labor nurse telling my ex-husband at the time, take her in the shower and stimulate her nipples, put the hot water on her nipples and stimulate them. And I'm looking at her like, that's what got me pregnant in the first place. But in all seriousness, um, because it stimulates that, it releases that pitocin in the body. It releases those endorphins, and it gets that cervix to open and blossom, and it creates that flow of energy to the uterus and into the PC wall, and it gets that orgasm 
flowing and fired up. And sisters, again, I'm going to tell you, don't hold your breath while it's happening because you're just snuffing out the fire. Keep that fire going. You don't want that orgasm to end. Okay, let me try to answer this call now. Area code 281, you are on the front porch with Monica Lee. Who am I talking to? Uh, I hung up. I guess I got tired of waiting. People, let me finish my thoughts, and you can call in. Just stay on the line. <laughs> Jeez. Don't hang up. I want to be able to talk to you and help you if you've got questions. Um, or say hello. So, um, yeah, so you can have that breastgasm. And that's Elvis snoring in the background. He's laying on my feet like he always does. Um, so, because, <laughs> you know, you do see Elvis on my on my pictures as well. He's my road dog. Um, so that's the breastgasm. That's one of the many ways. There's also, you know, when, when people hear about the G-spot orgasm, they automatically think porn star. And I hate, oh, sweet Jesus, I, I, I hate this term with such a passion, squirting. That's not one of my favorite words. Because it makes it seem so vulgar. It makes it seem so... I know a lot of you guys are like, oh yeah, baby, I made her squirt. Does that sound really erotic to you? Does that sound sensual to you? Does that sound very sexy to you? It probably does. I don't know what I'm... I know there's guys that are saying, oh hell to the fuck yeah. That sounds... Very sexy. Well, think about it from a woman who's never experienced that before. And if any of you women out there have can can agree, call in and let me know. Because it doesn't sound very sexy to some girl, to a woman who has never experienced that before, and they don't even know what the hell it will it what it is or what's going on. And you're all about yep. Hurry up, let me make you squirt. Let me make you squirt. It's, don't, don't. Because you could be doing, you could be preventing her from releasing more than you think. So, it's actually called in Sanskrit in for the Tantra, uh, when, when I'm using it in Tantra. The flow of Amrita. Yes, Google it. It's a real thing. Yeah, do it. And it's a very beautiful ritual with the yoni, also known as the 4th of July, the vagina. Yeah. And for those new, 4th of July, grandmother couldn't, that's just what she called it. She just couldn't say vagina, so she called it the 4th of July. And 43 years later, I'm still calling it the 4th of July. So it's a beautiful ritual. You, you massage and you honor her part down there. And that gives her that sense of, I am a goddess. It is beautiful. It's not ugly. And you, she starts feeling sexy. And she starts feeling very sensual. And that energy starts going through more and more and more. So the G-spot is located about two inches inside. And it feels like um, the tip of your nose. 
you know, that soft cartilage tissue on the tip of your nose. I know everybody's probably touching the tip of their nose right now. That's fine. (laughs) So, yeah, when you go inside, like I said, it's about two inches inside the length of your index finger. And you want to, while you're inside with that finger, you want to do that come here motion to it. And pay attention to her body. Uh And you're breathing on her clit. I'll get to that in a minute. But find that spot within her. And keep doing that come here motion with that one finger. And you'll know if you found it. Because her hips are going to start rising. Her hips are going to start, you know, doing all kinds of stuff. And she's going to let you know. Speed it up. Slow it down. Whatever. And um, so, yeah, that's the the G spot. And it is through that that, yeah, she can have that flow of amaranthine. And, girlfriends, if you feel like you've got to pee on yourself while you're having that sensation, then it's not pee. You're actually releasing that orgasm in that way you're not peeing on yourself and guys please don't joke with her and say you can sleep in your own wet spot because I guarantee you she's not going to find it humorous and again especially to those who it's never happened to before so have some kind of case about it and you know if, if, if you been able to achieve that with her don't pop your collar don't be like oh yeah I'm the man I'm here come like that it took two of you to get to that point I mean she could do it on her own you know she don't actually mean you she can do it with a toy she can do it with herself masturbating fingering herself so just remember guys yeah have some sense of connection and intimacy. It's a very intimate moment when that happens. So, again, I'm not telling you to clap and praise her and, you know, put stickers on, you know, whatever, you know, like a little kid, a reward or whatever. Um, But, again, that's for a first-time episode like that. Yeah, that's huge because, again, a lot of women, you know, we're trained to feel like if we're going to pee on ourselves, the last thing we want to do is pee on ourselves. You're not peeing on yourself, women. Don't forget that. You're good. You're good. Um, There's also the A spot, which a lot of people get confused with the G spot. I know there's so many spots down there. You know, it's like. What, what, where, huh? So the A spot is a little, it's it's straight as you're going in, into the vagina. You know, you follow the front wall of the vagina until you, until just before you reach her cervix. And that's where you find the A spot. And you just, whereas with the G spot, you do that come here motion. With the A spot, you want to go side to swap, side, I can't speak, I'm so flustered from these orgasms, I'm I'm joking, (laughs) but you go side to side 
like a windshield wiper with that A spot. And you know, you you might you might feel like little divots or little spots on either side. And that's her G spot. Screwed in about an inch. That's the A spot. And when you start stimulating all of that, oh my God, it's insane. It's intense. A lot of guys just think I just need to, you know, thrust in and out, get my orgasm and not really pay attention. And now you'll be able to really focus on the different areas of, you know, even positions. Positions make all the difference. A lot of times women have a very, very, very hard time having an orgasm with a guy on top. Because he's just going in guns blazing. His loved one is all hard and he just knows he's got to hurry up and do the do. Take care of it. Be done with it. You know, to release and satisfy his you know, cock, so to say. <laughs> and so he's just thrusting in and out, in and out, in and out. And that's, you know, the gist of it. Without any, um, without paying attention to position or what he's hitting. You know, and, and guys, you always think that, again, faster means better. And it doesn't. Sometimes if you slow it down, that creates the most insane pleasure for her because it's like you're teasing her with your love wand. You're hitting those spots and she knows it feels good. Slow it down. Almost as if she's going to start begging you to hurry up. And even when you're not moving and you're just still inside of her, mm-hmm, and it's just that throbbing tip of your loved one, the tip of your lingam, the tip of your cock. That will drive us insane. It's just feeling that vibration. That, again, that orgasmic energy flowing from you to her. Not moving. But just, if you're still enough and you're connected enough, you can feel his body vibrating and those minuscule movements will just drive her crazy. I promise. Try it. Slow it down. Practice. You don't have to think you're going to go home or go into the bedroom tonight and master it. Honey, that's why it's called practice. And practice makes perfect, baby. Yes. Thank you. Hallelujah. So, um... You have the G spot, you have the A spot. And also, so you can have that vaginal, back that, you have that vaginal um, orgasm, of course, from the A spot to G spot. You can also have what's called the clitoral orgasm, where you're just stimulating the clit. Of course, there's 8,000 nerve endings in just that one it's got more than the tip of your love wand yeah can you imagine that wrap your brain around that wrap your head around that no pun intended so 
and it's extremely sensitive. And guys, there's something called the clitoral hood. The more you pull it back, the more you expose nerve endings. You probably have only been hitting a thousand, maybe. If you're not pulling back the head of, you know, the, the clitoral hood, pull it back, breathe on it. Um, it, yeah, super sensitive. It almost feels like you are um, have a mouthful of alkaloids. Yeah, there's a trick for you right there. Try it. Girls, too. Alkaloids, right before you go down. Creates a whole different sensation. Um, but anyway, it, it becomes super sensitive. But pay attention. If she's pushing you away, is it hurting? Is it that sensitive to where she can't tolerate? Sometimes you have to build up to that tolerance. Especially if she's not used to having her stimulated in such a way there are some women who don't who's never experienced that because it's all about wham bam thank you ma'am yeah uh-huh. it's all about put penis in the vagina and 10 pumps you're done let's go to bed there's no foreplay there's nothing kissing is maybe the foreplay maybe you doing the dishes for her is foreplay you know, whatever. Girls, let him explore. Let him feel everything there. And first, maybe you should do your own exploring so you'll know what feels good. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, because how are you going to know what feels good if you don't, you know, you've never felt that before. If you don't, if you can't touch yourself and know what feels good, how are you going to let somebody else do that? Okay, so now's the time for you to just bear it. And if you got to have the lights out, okay. Guys, you know, be patient. But, again, be very gentle because it is a very sensitive area down there. And if she can't tolerate, you know, the um, sensations, then back off a little bit. Maybe not so hard. Or give her just a few minutes to um, bounce back from it. Because it, it's just like you guys. If, you know, she's going down on you or whatever and you get too sensitive, you don't want to be touched. You don't want anything happening. You don't want nothing going on. So, same with her. And, again, it has more nerve ending than the tip, than the head of your loved wand. And you don't necessarily have to just go clit first. Sometimes the intensity of the orgasm can be heightened by not diving in on the clit first. Massage the lips. Massage the other areas, her inner thighs. Breathe on it. Breathe on everything, but get the labia and everything else all swollen and nice and ready. And then maybe touch the clip and then go back. Don't just focus first all like nothing else exists down there. Because I guarantee you, the more aroused she is, 
lots of kissing, lots of touching, you know, different spots. By the time you get to her clit, you know, maybe by the time you even touch it, she'll be ready to have a clitoral orgasm. And there's a way you can practice, too, with building up that tolerance if she's super, super sensitive, you know, because she's never had that before. You know, maybe try touching and massaging the clit lightly over, you know, her underwear or a silk scarf or something. A little barrier there will help. And, you know, do it in periods. Orgasmic meditation. That is 15 minutes. And you're stimulating the clit. Sometimes it doesn't always, you know, it can't, it doesn't always lead up to 15 minutes. Because, again, it's so sensitive, you may have to build up to that. But, you know, help her get to that. And, again, that's a way for you to connect every night. Yeah. Or let her relax and then build it back up. Let her relax and let her build it back up. I know you guys are probably thinking, well, what about me? Well, you're touching her very sensitive spot. And you should start feeling that orgasmic energy. So you should be getting yours too. And knowing that you are pleasing her and wanting to please her should give you great pleasure as it is until you're able to connect through penetration. So we've talked about breastgasms. We've talked about vaginal orgasms. We've talked about clitoral orgasms, blended orgasms. When usually achieved when a girl is on top and positions herself because she's now able to have control of how she's positioned and maneuver and grind her way to that orgasm because your pubic bone is now right up against her clit. And your loved one is inside, so you should be hitting all those spots that I just spoke about. Yeah. So you're up there, sister, and you're writing. And and again, you do what feels good for you. If you feel you've got to just go at it like you see in porn movies, okay, tell me how that works for you. Slow it down. Find what feels good for you. And, you know, you can put pillows underneath him to elevate, you know, his backside, you know, underneath his buttocks, his glutes, um, for a deeper penetration. And here's where, you know, a lot of women, you know, it comes down to, I don't feel anything because of his size. Or I can't get on top of him because of his size. It's all about the wiggle. You know, does size matter? That's, again, a whole other Oprah show right there. That's another front porch show. But for the for this moment right here, if, if you can always maneuver the positions. And it, it's a lot of women have a hard time reaching that blended, literal vaginal 
orgasm when the man is on, you know, on top, again, because of position. You can put pillows underneath, and, and if that's how you want to go at it, you can also put pillows underneath buttocks, your glutes, your backside, you know, at an angle. And he can literally inch up to where he is, the, the shaft of his loved one is literally right up against the clit. And he's way deep inside of you. And you can then, you know, move as you, you know, you can. I mean, you've got this guy on top of you. So you can move, if you can, um, move your hips, whatever. You can tell them the intensity, you know, move to the left, move to the right. You can move your hips side to side, whatever. And I'm not saying it's not impossible. It's very possible. Again, the more aroused you are, and again, this is why foreplay is so important. The more aroused she is, the more orgasmic she is because it's that orgasmic energy is starting to happen. You can even have an orgasm just by kissing because you've opened that channel. You've opened that energy. You've opened that area where anything is possible. Don't put limits or anything on your, you know, on your sex life in your bedroom. You know, don't. You're only hindering yourself. So, yeah, blended. There you go. Clitoral, vaginal. There you go. Um, there's multiple. And when I say multiple, that doesn't necessarily mean that um, you made her come five times in, you know, separate occasions through the lovemaking session. But multiple in the fact that, okay, you're stimulating the or, you know, her clit or she's had the blended, let's just say you, it, it's different areas. You're stimulating you know, the clit, however you're doing it. She has an orgasm. You let her breathe for a few moments, but keep her still at that point of heightened stimulation and then maybe do penetration. And to where that constant flow of wave after wave of orgasms is happening and you should be able to feel that with her again if you don't have it tonight it's okay practice because you really have to let yourself go darling you have to give yourself permission first of all to know that yes this is stuff that really really exists yeah and it's not just some stuff you hear steam talking about or some cosmic off-the-wall bullshit, like I've heard people say. Because if that's what you think, then baby, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. And that's just so sad. Because there's so much bliss out there that you could be having. Yeah. Yeah. So that's multiple. And then you have the full body, whole body orgasm. Yeah, those are wonderful because that's 
again, those waves just going from the tips of your toes to the top of your head to your fingers to every part of your body. It's there. And you should be able to, when she's exhaling, you're inhaling. When you're exhaling, she's inhaling. And it's that flow of kundalini energy just going through both of you like a cycle. And this is why I tell people, you don't have to get yours last. You can get it together. Takes a little bit of practice. Takes a whole lot of trust with each other. But if you're willing to open yourself up and try it, then why not? What do you have to lose? If you're not having orgasms right now, what do you have to lose? You know? Be open to anything. Because once it, that's where the sex magic happens. That's where it be, does become cosmic. And I guarantee you, if you go talking to your friends about it, they're going to be like, yeah, that's bullshit. And then you can say, no, it's not. And it's fucking mind-blowing. And, you know, when I hear, you know, when I've been, you know, teaching that and I've worked with couples that have been able to achieve that, I get so excited. Like, color me pink and slap my butt because I'm just so excited about it. Because, again, I want everybody to feel that bliss. I want everybody to feel those sensations and come out of their little box that they hold themselves in sexually. Yeah. And that could mean not doing it in the bedroom. That could mean doing it anywhere, but just being open to any and every possibility out there. Full body, whole body orgasms. There you go. Spontaneous orgasms. Those are my favorite, too. Because you'll never, ever, ever, ever hear me complain about traffic. Spontaneous orgasm is when you can breathe yourself into an orgasm because you're open now. It may be a piece of music that you're listening to. I know when I'm teaching spontaneous orgasm, I use music. Or I use the sound of my voice to guide them through that. And they're fully closed. That's how powerful this is. I guide them through that meditative state. It doesn't even need to be complete meditation, but I guide them through that point of that yin and yang, being so relaxed and so aroused at the same time. And when you can let, literally let that piece of music make love to your body. And I have worked with guys who have said, it doesn't work. Not on a guy. Yes, it does. I've got, I've got guys that I've worked with. And, yeah, not touching anything. Nothing. Because that energy is flowing through their body. Yeah, they're telling me, oh, my God, what do I do? I'm throbbing, I'm throbbing. You know, they have that that glistening, you know, pre-cum at the very tip, and they're like, what do I do? Because your natural instinct is to, you know, the guys, your instinct is to go and start stroking. Practice. 
practice and let that energy flow and let that energy just go through your body and you don't have to, and then you'll realize oh my god i'm actually having an orgasm you don't have to be completely hard to have an orgasm you don't have to even have an ejaculation to have an orgasm because again it's energy and even after you had an ejaculation you can still have that flow of energy going through your body that's what's so wonderful about orgasms and i wanted everybody to come into this new year in a bang Literally, an orgasmic thing. I want this year to be your most sexy, sensual, erotic, powerful, blissful 2017. Mm -hmm. The best year you've ever had. Because now you're going to embrace that sexuality. And for women, the same thing. You're laying there and you... um, have that maybe that piece of music going or I'm you know coaching you through that and you start to feel that energy build up and your breathing gets to a certain point and you breathe and you're breathing and you're firing that orgasmic energy and you're firing everything up and then the next thing you know your hips are starting to move and you feel like you're going through the motions and you can feel that I don't want to call it a heaviness, but you feel that sensation as if somebody is there, you know, and there's nothing there. But it's that orgasmic energy building up, ready to be released. Yeah. Go with it. Enjoy it. That's why you will, again, like I said, you will never, ever hear me complain about being stuck in Houston traffic ever, ever again. Because once I figured out, Spontaneous orgasm. Mm-hmm. It's quite blissful. It's a little bit easier for us girls to hide the evidence of an orgasm versus you guys when you have an ejaculation. But, you know, hey, whatever. We're good. <laughs> I feel like I've been talking, like, for five minutes, and I'm down to my last five minutes. That went by quick. So um, if you're having issues, you can always reach me at um, through my website, Monica Lee at frontporchsextalk.com. And if you haven't gone to my website and signed up for my newsletters, please go do so. Um, you can find my website at frontporchsextalk.com. You can hear me every Wednesday night on Front Porch Sex Talk, um, 8 p.m., Central Standard Time. I do so many different shows and I'm in different time zones. Like I get confused. But I do advertise this one, Central Texas Time. And as you can see, I'm on my front porch. I'm actually um, having my Long Island iced tea minus the Long Island. I don't drink, but nobody has to know that. When I say minus the Long Island, it means it's sweet tea. I am from Texas, y'all. Um, and I, my phone is blowing up, and I have it on the charger, but um, <laughs> I can constantly see it going ding, ding, ding. So that makes me feel good. And as I grab it, I've got quite a few messages. And everybody um, 
is is saying, hey, what about this? What about that? Call in next time. Let's chat. Let's have fun. So um, anyway, this is what we do on the front porch. And this is a way to, again, talk about things you never thought you could talk about. Um, also, you can listen every morning on Rock Rage Radio to Keeping It Sexy with Monica Lee. I'm on from 10 to noon Eastern time, which is 9 to 11 Central, and I'm playing great music and um, giving tips on love and sex and relationships and advice and answering questions. But if you'd like to set up a session with me, you can reach me through my website. Again, Monica Lee at FrontPorchSexTalk.com. I do um, love coaching sessions. I do Tantra sessions. Um, yeah. And I do a 15-minute consultation for free. And then we take it from there to see exactly what you need. So I want to give some shout-outs before, I mean, the time is just dwindling here. Um, to Tease Boudoir Photography. That is T-Z boudoir photography she did my boudoir shoot back in november and i was you know everybody knows i'm the moon goddess i drove 13 and a half hours to new mexico to chase the super moon back in november and i was at white sands and i was freezing my literally freezing my nipples and my butt off because it was cold (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um, I will post that picture on my website. So um, look forward soon. But I was embracing the moon up there and the energy was so insane. And she thinks so much outside of the box. She's an amazing photographer. And it's more like art for her. And she travels to do this. So, um, again, very talented. And I did an interview with her when I was there. But, and you can go back in, into the episodes, I think it's called uh, 16 Candles, My Boudoir Photography Shoot. Um, so you can find her on her website. Again, she does, she'll, she travels for this. Um, TZPhotography3.com. Um, also, What Your Mama, the Bible, and Porn Never Taught You About Sex, author Renee Savant. You can go and get the free ebook on that website at holisticsexeducation.com. I wrote chapter four. So make sure you go and check it out. Download it. She's going to be having the e-courses coming up soon that go along with it. It's an amazing book. Phenomenal book. And, um, yeah, also, Rebel Goddess um, is one of my new babies. And I'm teamed up with my very talented son and one of my very, very talented best friends and we have come up with rebel goddess and it is a clothing line that the store is going to be opening soon we're getting everything into place right now and you can uh, wear clothes now to match your attitude i've had a blast talking orgasms thank you so much and i love you all from my front porch to you see you next time